We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. I'm so happy to be here with you for a little while today on Journey to Center. You know, we all have our own particular problems and challenges being these spiritual beings having this human experience. And years ago, my my spiritual teacher shared with me her perception of my biggest issue. She said, Tammy, your problem is that you want everyone to like you. I said, well, what's wrong with that? Doesn't everyone want that? She told me it was none of my business what other people thought of me, and I would benefit greatly if I would surrender my people-pleasing ways and start to not take anything personally. Then she shared with me a copy of The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And boy, did that book change my life. While reading this clear and elegant manuscript, I immediately became a huge fan of the author and went on to receive and read his book, The Mastery of Love, where I gleaned more wisdom and gathered more practical yet profound tools to help me on my life's journey. Now, a few short years later, I have the immense privilege of having a conversation with this wise and wonderful man. We are here with Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Miguel is a renowned spiritual teacher who has dedicated his life to sharing ancient Toltec wisdom through his internationally best-selling books with lectures and journeys to sacred sites around the world. Don Miguel has spent the past three decades guiding students to personal freedom by merging ancient wisdom with modern physics and practical common sense. He's forged a new philosophy for seekers of truth and personal authenticity. I recently found out that in 2002, Don Miguel suffered a near-fatal heart attack that left him in a nine-week coma. The inward journey he experienced while suspended between this world and the next forms the heart of his new book, The Toltec Art of Life and Death, a profound and mystical tale of spiritual discovery. Today, we're going to be privy to this inward journey as he shares a deeper understanding of the ancient Toltec masters of awareness and transformation. Don Miguel Ruiz, thank you so much for saying yes to this interview today. Oh, Tommy, this is like a, a privilege to me to to be in your show and to share my love with you and with everybody who is listening to us. Oh, and I feel it. You are so incredibly magical. And I have to say this book, it felt like it was almost taking me on this journey, this magical interdimensional journey that I guess was your experience while you were in this coma. Well, this is, I, I see this like a great opportunity uh, to, to share my point of view with, with everybody who is willing to, to see their own creation, their own life, their own story, and see that we all have exactly the same conflict because it's a conflict that exists in entire humanity. Seven billion humans, and we have the same conflict in our mind. And can you kind of distill that conflict down for us, Don Miguel? Well, no, this is more memories. Mm. Uh, I, I resolved that many, many, many years ago uh, when I find that inner peace in me. But uh, by, by sharing the story, um, we can see that everybody else, they, they can relate it to their own creation. 
because we live in the story that we create. It's, it's our personal dream, and we have our kind of our personal truth also. And it's very interesting to 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 see the book and compare with our own creation, because, uh, like I said before, it's the same drama that we all see, that we all did. Mm-hmm. Now, something you wrote about that I found really interesting and I had not considered before, you say humans are addicted to suffering. Oh, yes. This is the biggest addiction that we have. And um, we can say that we learn to suffer and we practice suffering all of our life and we feel safe in, in, by, by suffering. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting for me, Don Miguel, I can't tell you how much it helped me, first of all, to realize that I was assuming people didn't like me and I was trying to get them to like me. And then when I read The Mastery of Love, you had this wonderful analogy about are wounded and burnt and you want to hug them and you can't because they're suffering. And Mm -hmm. that we have that here on planet Earth, except for our wounds are emotional we don't see them. Once I kind of understood that and I realized most people are hurting, it really supported me in shifting not only my relationship with myself, but cultivating great compassion for everyone that I meet. And I cannot tell you how helpful that teaching has been. Well, in this occasion, is something uh, a little uh, kind of similar. It goes a little deeper into the changing of our story. Yes. Because uh, we, and this time we go to the core of the, uh, all the drama that exists. And, and that is when we learned to love. Because we learn to love the same way like everybody else loves. We learn to love the same way that our parents love, our family loves, it's entire humanity loves, which is uh, uh, with conditions. Which means, I love you if you let me control you. If you do whatever I want you to do, then everything will be fine. If you dress the way I want you to dress, if you speak the way I want you to speak, if you think the way I want you to think, there will not be any problem at all. (laughs) And this is how we love everybody. But this is how everybody also loves us, with conditions. They love us if they can control us. If we please whatever they want to then they love us. If not, they will reject us, and that will be our punishment. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves each other exactly the same way. Wherever you go, you see that there's only conditions of love, and they try to control to each other. They try to impose the will to each other, etc., etc. But the worst mm-hmm. part is that we learn to love ourselves exactly the same way mm-hmm. with conditions. I love myself if. I can become what I wish to be. If I can please my parents, if I, if I can please my friends, if I can please myself, that is, is something that it cannot happen. And the reason is because we love ourselves with conditions. Then when we understand that point, we understand why we humans are the way we are. We understand the suffering, we understand the injustice, we understand the violence, we understand terrorism, we understand war, because everything comes because we 
law with conditions, and we try to impose our point of view with everything, everyone around us. Mm-hmm. And this is something that happened in the entire humanity. Yes. And I think you wrote, love with conditions really isn't love at all. It's exactly the opposite of love. Mm-hmm. And when we learn to love that way, then we start living behind the real love. Because when we were born, we had no knowledge. We just, we can say, an incarnation of love. We are just pure love. Our presence is enough uh, that, that our parents can take care of us. Mm-hmm. And they love us with no conditions. It's like when you have your, your, your baby in your hands, mm-hmm. and your baby doesn't know how to speak, you can do whatever for your baby. You love, you love your baby without any condition. This is a good example of real love. And that love is always there. It's always there. But we are not focused in the condition. And this is why we create all those conflicts. We understand uh, the conflict that exists, let's see, in India, Rome, Greece, and other different uh, times in the, in the earth, as we also can understand the present time, why the terrorism, why all these uh, revolutions, etc., etc., because we love with conditions. Mm-hmm. So how can we change? How can we start to step into a more unconditionally way of loving and being, Don Miguel? Well, first is, is, uh, is to have the awareness yes. to know why everything is the way it is mm-hmm. and uh, accept everything the way it is, especially ourselves. Well, the Toltec art of life and death, you know, Toltec means artist. It is the artist's way of life and death. It is a story. And we have to understand that we create our own story. And as an artist, everyone creates a masterpiece of art. And that, that masterpiece of art is the story and the one we live. And that is the reason why I write this book. It's the story of Miguel Ruiz in a, in a dream that, that Miguel had when he went nine weeks in coma. Then we say that in the moment of death, we see the whole story of our life in just in, in, in seconds, in moment, in a moment. Well, that happened to me also before I went into coma. But in order to relate the story, I focused the attention in the moments, in the events that changed the direction of my life. I call it significant moments or the moments of the truth. Because we may understand that in all the story, in any human, the conflict is the same. And for a long time, for millenniums, we believe that the conflict was between good and bad, when the real conflict is between the truth and life. And the truth is always there. The truth exists long before humanity and will exist long long after humanity, that the truth doesn't need that we humans believe or not in the truth. It just exists. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, the lies only exist because we believe in those lies. 
they will defend us life. And we can understand also perhaps that a lie is just a distortion of the truth. But we contaminate the lies, we corrupt the lies, and we create superstitions. And we defend the superstitions. And by defending the superstitions, we become fanatics. And the, our fanatism will depend on how deep or how distort are the superstitions and the ones we believe. Mm -hmm. We already see how the whole drama was created, the entire belief system, and we can see also how is that drama, that conflict, the ones who rules our lives, and we can see also that is the main character of our story, the one who is suffering their own, our own creation. Then we can see the whole story as it is. And, you know, there's 7 million people in this beautiful planet Earth, and everyone has its own story, and everybody has exactly the same conflict. Mm -hmm. And everybody is facing their own superstitions, and everybody are uh, fanatic of those superstitions in different degrees. But the whole story is about one person, and that person is the main character. In my case, it's Miguel Reef. And your case is Tammy, and in the rest of the stories, the case is in each one of the of the humans mm -hmm. living their own story. Then, if we see that story as a as a, a big adventure where our hero, which is the main character, is facing that drama, and is facing the drama with the most wonderful weapon that we can have. And that weapon is the truth. Remember? Mm -hmm. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I do well, love it that. Us, <laughs> it, will, it will set us free from our own uh, superstitions. It will set us free from our own fanatism. And we can see how we, the, uh, the big character, becomes the heroes who save our own world to save our own story. And it's uh, facing with the truth every single superstition. And that's why in, in this story, I focus my attention in those events that are significant, the events that change the direction of my life mm -hmm. because it was an encounter with the truth. And every time that the truth faces all those superstitions, the superstition just disappears because that superstitions are there because I put the superstitions there. I began with the main character, and I believe in the superstitions. Then when I stop believing the superstitions because I see the truth, then clarity comes in my life, and I stop believing and defending all those lies. Then in every encounter with the truth, I cleaning my own belief system, I take all the superstitions away, and I'm recovering that inner peace. We can say, we are, I am redeeming my knowledge because knowledge is neither good or bad or right or wrong. Right. Knowledge can take us to the most wonderful things, but also create all those superstitions who make us their slaves until the yes. moment that the main character controls knowledge and knowledge no longer controls the main character. And this is the direction 
of this wonderful book, and whoever reads the book, they can just change the characters, secondary and first character, and they will see that what we have in common is the conflict. We understand that conflict, we understand our own story, and we also understand the entire humanity. And we understand why all those civilizations are the way they are, because they come from an individual mind, and together we recreate one mind into the entire society. And it's so beautiful to see that we, the artists, create all those wonderful civilizations, all those wonderful science, religion, events, etc. It's just beautiful to see our creation. I am enjoying this so much. And I know something you say, as we each of us undertake to change our world, and personal level of transformation, the collective dream of humanity will shift. And I feel like that's happening. Oh, definitely it is happening. And not as fast as we wish, because science and technology still is changing very fast. Mm -hmm. Psychology, even that is advancing right now, still is, is way behind. And you know, that's exactly the reason why I decided not to be a medical doctor any longer mm-hmm. in order to, to, to focus myself to understand the, how the human mind works because I saw that uh, psychology was really behind and the result of uh, more than, a little more than 10 years working with, with apprentices, uh, it, it becomes the, the four agreements, which is nothing but common sense. It's just psychology but uh, in action, not explaining what is, et cetera, what is ego, superego, et cetera, but just for tools who help to change our own story in, 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 in a way that everybody can, can understand. Can relate. Yes, because yes. you speak of um, knowledge in your book, but I think there is something more important to go for, and that is wisdom. That is truth with a capital T. And this is exactly what happened after we clean our, our own knowledge, after we let go of the superstitions, and after we stop defending fanatically all those superstitions, because wisdom is just that common sense. It, it's not the same as, as knowledge. Wisdom is when you finally, we can say, master death, when you really enjoy your life, when you no longer try to impose your will to other people, when you don't have any longer the need to, su- to suggest people how to be, that we, when we don't use the power of suggestion to manipulate other people. Because we can see that corruption all around the world. We can see the corruption not just in, in politics or religion, but we can see it in every single direction. And this is because we have the power to suggest people how to live their lives instead of respect their own decisions. Yes. So, yes, just loving ourselves and allowing people to be who they are. Um, Something you write about also that I find interesting is that what most people fear the most is mystery. And I feel I've made friends with the mystery, so life isn't scary. But most people are afraid to surrender to the mystery. 
Yes, we can say that all those superstitions are afraid of the truth. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's like a day know that they will not survive a presence of the truth. And when you finally find the truth, uh, even that you cannot explain what the truth is, you can assure that at least two things are really true. One is death, and the other is life. Well, death is matter. And matter, as we know, only moves is a force moves matter, and only stops is a force stops matter. But matter by itself cannot move. And matter has a beginning and has an end. And also matter is reflecting the force that is moving it. And that mm-hmm. force who moves matter is life. And life is nothing but energy. And energy, as we know, is eternal, cannot be destroyed, only transformed. And the transformation of energy will depend on the movement of matter, how it's moving matter. That so we can see that these things that are really the truth, in the merging it, it creates the entire creation. Everything that exists is made by this interaction, that beautiful dance between life and death. And we have it in our own body. Because our body is matter. But it's moving because we, life, we are moving matter. And we live in our physical body. We live in our death. Because we may understand also that our physical body is being dead since conception. But it's growing up. It's getting mature because life is make matter to grow, to mature, mature, to reproduce, etc., etc. This is the action of life. Then when I understood that, I see my own body as my home, as mm-hmm. the sanctuary where I live. And I also see that my body will live as long as I move that matter. But the time will come when I let go that matter and my body will disintegrate. But I, life, I am eternal because I'm energy and I cannot be destroyed. But I also see that this is that life force that moves everything. That there's only one life, there's one energy, and it moves everything. Then the same force that is moving my physical body is the force that is moving yours. Mm-hmm. And when we, when we understand that matter reflects life, we can see clearly that the matter who becomes the neurons in my nerve system, it will or is reflecting that life. In the reflection of life in the brain, it creates a, a whole reality that is not real, but virtual. And we call it mind. Mm-hmm. And we, in our reflection, we, as the main character, we use the mind as the campus where we make the story of our life. And we make the story of our life by using the language that we speak. 
Like in this case, we make the story of our lives in English. And all of the list system goes into English. And with, uh, with this language, we create our superstitions or beliefs, and we defend it. We become fanatic defending our own creation. Mm -hmm. Then we can see the creation of our own mind, the creation of our own story, is, of course, the creation of our own conflict. I already understood how that happened. And it happened because we learned to love with conditions. We learned to love ourselves with conditions, and this is how we create all the superstitions, we create the conflict. And now, with awareness, we have the opportunity to change our own creation. We create our own world, and only we can change our own world. And it's so beautiful to see that, because we see the total possibility of making anything the way we really want to. It's just wonderful. It is. It is. It becomes quite, I think, a magical and beautiful journey if we can get to that place, I think, of surrendering to the mystery. So, Don Miguel, we have like just a minute here. Um, and I want you to tell people where they can get a hold of you. What is your website? Well, it's uh, donmiguelriz.com. And it comes everything that I'm doing and also everything that my children are doing, Don, Don Jose and, and Don Miguel Riz Jr. We, we have a lot of activity, and we will be so happy that, uh, that people can join us and help us to change the world. One person at a time and from the inside out. So, Don Miguel, I'm so excited that I'm going to get you on for a second show. I can't tell you how honored I am to be doing this dance with you. And for my listeners, I'm so excited to be here with you as well. Please get a hold of me at Tammy B. PhD if you want to interact. This is all about relationship. This is all about journeying to center of your soul and celebrating the unique expression. That is you. So, God bless you. Onward and upward. I hope to talk to you soon. Bye for now.